Shanti Pereira and Shahida Binte Alim. Did you ever get bored of running? You know the amount of times I get asked this question? The doctor said, I think you need to retire from the sport. <gasps> Did you also beat your sister in track and field? This is your daily catch up. Boom. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So the Asian Games and Asian Para Games wrapped up not too long ago, and today we're speaking to not one, but two national athletes, Shanti Barrera and Shahida Binte Alim. Welcome, welcome to welcome. the show! Thank you. Why is she laughing? Is she? In the house. Why, they don't announce you like that in the, in the games? This one is MMA. Yeah, man. Oh I do get some influence from that. Yeah, so uh, just in case you might not know, uh, let's just give some brief history on both of these national athletes. Veronica Shanti Pereira, what 27 years old. I did too much research, I don't want to make it go to waste. She won Singapore's first Asian Games gold medal in 49 years for the 200 meter dash, along with a silver in the 100 meters. Yes, at the recent 19 Asian Games in Hangzhou which took place from 20th of September to 8th October, 2023. You also hold the national records for the 100 meter at 11.2 seconds, um. 200 meter, 22.57 seconds, and the SEA Games record for 200 meter, 22.69 seconds, and Asian Athletics wow. Championship Games record for Is that breathing meter. for me? <laughs> <laughs> They're catching Why your breath. Are you so many <laughs> <laughs> and right next to her is Noor Shahida Binte Alim. She is the first female archer to represent Singapore at the Paralympic Games. And she won the silver medal at the fourth Asian Para Games, also in Hangzhou, which took place from 22nd October to 28th October. She also won the gold medal at the 2015, 2017, and 2022 editions Sheesh. of the Asian Para Games. And you also won the gold medal oh. at the 2019 World Archery Para Championships, making you the first Singaporean world champion. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Did I get Damn. it all correct? Oh yeah, all good. Oh, <laughs> actually, you missed out four, man. <laughs> there was so much more, actually. I really had to like count dummy down, you know, but yeah. So uh, let's maybe start with Shahida. Yep. Uh, as a para-athlete, right? Maybe we could just find out a bit more about your condition. Mm -hmm. So uh, my condition is called cerebral palsy. It makes it difficult for me to move around. Um, as well as the able uh, person would. So things like um, running or uh, even cycling is actually a challenge for me. Um, mm. Yeah, so so when, when you see me shooting at the shooting line, um, I actually shoot uh, sitting on a stool because I can't stand for too long. So it mainly affects your legs, is it? It affects my legs more, yeah. yeah. But that, that being said, um, I'm still able to do things independently. Right. Yeah, and yeah. So so basically, um, it's as if like um, 
I'm I'm still uh, doing things as a normal person. It's mm. just that I'm doing things a little slower. Something that I found is quite interesting is that the at least the backstory I found on Wikipedia. Mm. I don't know whether accurate or SG, but is that you went to a disability expo? Yep. And then that's kind of how you discovered archery. Yeah. So first of all, can you tell me what is a disability expo? Yeah, I also want to ask. <laughs> can you give us a story of like how you yeah what happened there? Yeah. So I only got to know about archery when I was 18 years old, and there was this um, expo called the Singapore Disability Sport Expo that was with that at that time was organized by SDSC, the Singapore Disability Sports Wikipedia Council. Wikipedia missed out a very key <laughs> word in this <laughs> expo. Yeah, so basically the entire expo, they showcase um, all the para sports that's happening in Singapore. Oh. So I was very curious on what's going on. I went in, I tried all the sports oh. like para badminton, um, sailing. What and, do you mean try? How do you try sailing you, in you, you can, <laughs> expo? Like they let you play or? Simulator or? kind of thing. It's not really a stim yeah. stimulator, but they have like the actual boat itself, but I can't get into the boat, so that's a no go. Um, I tried para badminton, but I can't move wrong, uh, around too much. Uh, and then uh, there's another station, para archery. So I tried with the arrows and the bow, and it was my first time. I never touched. Wait, well, your first time? But I heard that the bow, when you pull, right, it's like a 18 kg kind uh, of. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually a uh, for for beginners. So From it's decathlon, like, another. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So it was a wooden bow and it was for beginners. Uh, uh, so it's very light. Right. Um, but um, I feel a sense of achievement because all my arrows actually went to the center of the box. <gasps> you instant oh, bull's eye yeah, on your my first God. try. Yeah. How near the target? It was like... It was like about, about 10 to 13 meters. That's Whoa, really, that's like further than that and it was my first time and then the officer was like saying hey do you want to try out para oh archery yeah, yeah, yeah. I said yeah sure why not <laughs> yeah so I figured uh, if I want to do a sport that is unique for me mm. I want to do something that is um, totally different so I got to know that archery is at the time was very popular with the guys because you know bow weapon yeah so there wasn't a lot of girls um, participated in archery right, at the time right. so I wanted to do something that's unique for me so I decided okay archery is the thing so you actually went there with the objective of finding a sport to take on like, I was just, I was just curious. Yeah, I was like, hmm, I got some time. Okay, let's go in and try everything. And yeah. Just curious. Okay, yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> just curious to watch champion. <laughs> <laughs> we actually like had Yipin Shu on the show uh, a few episodes back. And so she was mentioning something about the classifications of para-athletes. Yeah. And uh, according to the Wikipedias, you are a W3 athlete. Oh wow, yeah. you guys got a lot of research from Wikipedia. <laughs> you, you never tell anyone why. School teachers will not be proud about this sort of thing. <laughs> okay, for archery, right? Uh, it's, very, it's a simple classification. There's, a, there's only two classes. One oh. is um, open and the other one is uh, W1, so it's wheelchair. Before we even um, debut in a competition, we have to go through a classification with a panel of all the medical experts. Um, mm. And then from there, they will decide uh, based on our condition and our level of strength and motor skill, uh, whether we are categorized as an open category or as a W1 category. Uh, the good thing about archery is that it is an adaptive sport. So for those people who are actually in the open class, we are able to actually compete in able competitions as well. Mm. Yeah. So have you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so have there's you. No to, there's yeah. no need to separate, actually. It, it's separate. <laughs> 
separate, still need to separate. But we, me, for for myself, I'm able to actually compete in able competition. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so educate me <clears throat> because you you just now you mentioned you do it sitting down, right? Yeah. So then, why is there still a separation for the W one? Um, okay, because it's the severity of the condition that they have. Which affects the shooting. Which affects the ah, shooting. Okay, so okay. The, the, the rules between WN and Open is actually pretty different. Oh, right. But the rules okay. between the Open category and the ABLE is the same. So everybody else has yeah. to will sit down also? No, uh, some of them will, will stand up, some, some of them will sit down. So we do have like safety devices. Uh, right. So for myself, my safety device is actually my shooting stool. Is this special? Like this stool is like, can bring home one? Yeah, yeah, it can be, it like can everybody be brings like their own stool. No, yeah, it's, it's like even the horse riding people, they have to bring their own horse to wherever they go. <laughs> No, so I'm wondering whether it's like a special thing. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, it is a special stool. I mean, bef- when I first started out, I only got my stool from like Kots and Ikea and it break down very easily. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you then, go to the guy and like, which stool is good for archery? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then after, um, after, you know, getting into the spec scholarship, then we have like support from biomechanics and Ooh. physiology. So they actually make a stool for me like a $1,000 stool. Oh, whoa, <laughs> custom. Yeah, it's custom made. And, and it works works wonders. Yeah. So it really helps with my uh, performance right. at, the, at the shooting Does line. Does stool have a name? I feel like I should give your stool a name. I know, right? I, we, we haven't named the stool yet. Yeah. <laughs> Time to brainstorm, guys. Yeah, yeah. the kind of guy that will name uh, your body I parts. name everything, yeah. <laughs> right, left. Moving away from Jared's naming. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you get into run, running, competitive running? Um, it was at my school sports day actually. Okay, I mean backstory is my sister was a national athlete around the time oh. where I was in primary school. I always went down to the stadium to like watch her run and everything and I kind of got inspired from there. I want to like copy her, be like her, you know. Then, uh, yeah, then my sports day was, you know, it came around and I took part in the 100 and the 400 and the track and field coach was at the stadium when I won, the, when I won the two competitions. Yeah, primary three. Then you won both. Then I won both the 100 <laughs> and 400. I see. Then he was like, okay, see you at track training next week. Uh. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So I went down and then that's how I started law. But then how did that lead into like uh, becoming a national athlete? I mean, after primary school, I went to sports school, um, continued the, my whole track thing there and I went to RP and it was a um, through train program with sports school and Republic Poly where I still, oh. yeah, it was a different like schedule and everything. I still got to train every day and my classes took place in the sports school campus, not at RP. Oh. Yeah, so the whole thing was catered to me being able to train um, towards the, major competitions. La. Are the subjects that you take in sports school different or is it just like everybody who like to do sports yeah, just happen, happen to go there? <laughs> and I always drink coffee la, before a race. Yeah, I don't know if you consider that. And like I must have, have a specific yeah. pot, like Nespresso pot. <laughs> Hold up! Comment gold, metal, gold, metal, gold, metal in the comments below and don't forget to like, share and subscribe and we'll get back to the episode. Let's go! Subject wise, it's the same. But all of us, I think minimum, no, maximum eight subjects. Like we don't do more than that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 for nine, what? Yeah, there's I more than like eight, five. right? 
The video is like six. There's no way you find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they kick me out Chinese. You do yeah. find then your L one R five cannot even get. Exactly. There's R one R five. That's why we go poly. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> anyway, we train every day, so it's not just like a CCA. It's something that like we're part of an academy, so it's part of the schedule every day. You know, we go to school, and school starts a bit later because we train in the morning as well. Sweet. It's not sweet. We still start early. <laughs> We start at like six in the morning, we go to train and then we go to school. Whatever extra, you know, stuff we have to do after school, like extra class or something, we do that and then go for training and then go for dinner. And then we have supervised study time. Yeah, it's where, quite like, crazy. I used to have a friend study. that, yeah. uh, like a classmate that was a national swimmer. Mm. So then it's like 5 a.m. onwards, right? She go and swim already. Swim, oh, swim, swim. Then after that, come to school. Come to school, finish. Then she go swim again. Yeah. Oh, that's not sweet. That's, that's like, sweet. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no like traditional CCAs in the sports school, is it? It's like, no. Hey, let's do choir or like, I mean, No, yeah. It's all- Imagine like, sports school, sports day. So we don't have a sports day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do have like certain competitions where we get to go overseas and stuff. Oh. You know, wow. that's, I mean, if you want to consider Very that nice. a sports day, but not really. One more thing about sports school. How's your canteen like? Uh? Is it all healthy food? Uh, it's quite healthy. La. I mean, huh. what do you, you define healthy? Day, yeah. yeah, where's the Western food store? With, like, okay, no, 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 no. There's like a balance. There's a balance for sure. Like some days there's like nice Western food, like fish, Filet, chicken cutlet, that kind of thing. Yeah, Wait, every now like and a then. House where they serve you a meal of the day, kind of thing. It's not. Like yeah, it's not like stalls. stalls. It's like oh, army so like. Yeah, so you take a tray and then you go down the line and oh. then they just put the food for you. That kind Fun of thing. <laughs> yeah. So, so quite serious. Plus the morning and evening this? training. In the morning and evening. You are twelve when you start this, is it? Uh, thirteen. 13 oh my one. god. Yeah. Yeah. And we stay in boarding, so we are there from Monday to Thursday night. Friday night we go home. Sunday night we go back. Yeah. Wow, it's like army. I know. It's like army. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. did you ever get bored of running? Because now you, at this point, you've been running for what ten years, maybe. Actually, no. Eh. Yeah. I think a lot of people have this misconception of what we actually do for training. I don't just run for three ah. hours. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you are a long distance runner, then yeah, a lot of your workouts involve you know repetitions of like runs after runs after runs. Mm, but for yeah. sprinters, it's very power based. Mm. So a lot of what we do is um you know, it involves a large number of like rest. Oh, yeah. sweet. So like for example, <laughs> like for speed days, you know, I have speed and strength days. So that involves like me practicing on like the first 10 to 20 meters of my race, which is why I come out of the blocks and yeah. I'm in a very awkward position. So that's something I, I need to practice. But then because that requires so much power, right? So I can't just keep doing that over and over again. If I do that a few times, and I do other things during my session, then altogether three hours, I'm doing a whole bunch of different things. Like. Wait, but I have a slightly more personal question because you mentioned sure. that your sister was also a national athlete, right? Yeah. Was there any form of like that sibling rivalry? Actually never. Were? Eh. We were never in the spotlight together. Like when I was starting to, you know, come out in like the youth and junior teams, that's where she was like stopping already. Was she competing in the same categories as you? Yeah, but she did more like two and four hundred lah. Yeah, then you mine won't is go one like, and two. Hey, my two hundred this timing, eh, you know? Like, no, like, no, no. You just crash your no, Very nice in this household. Very nice. Who is faster? Is it because of timing? No, I heard that you guys even wrote a book together. Is it a children's uh, book? I have two sisters, so both yes. of them wrote the book about well, both me. Both of them wrote a book for yeah. you because it's called Run oh, Shanti. Go 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 Sh
That's quite cute. Yeah, mine's a Shopee version. Because my older sister, she's a childhood educator. La. She's a preschool principal. So she's really into, you know. Right, right, right. So it's the middle one that is the runner. Well, I have three siblings. I have a brother also. Oh. So it's the sister and sister that did the... I see. Yeah. Your brother do what? My brother's just living his life. One might think that he will be a So, uh, Shahida, how, yep. how about your training? Like, is it just shooting arrows <laughs> for two hours? Oh, it's, that's part of it. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I train like five days a week. On alternate days, we have um, gym sessions at the, mm. at the gym. And then um, on usual days, we have two uh, double sessions um, of archery training. And then there's also inclusive of all the sports intervention here and there. Wait, sports intervention? Yeah, so, so it's more of like testing. Um, mm. We do test, uh, they do testing on us. <laughs> So people like Biomac. Wait, not, we're not, we're not, we're not like that. It sounds like you're right now. It's a benefit. Yeah, yeah, it's a benefit for us. Um, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, uh, the whole idea of the testing is to figure out um, how we can work the body even better, uh, perform even better in competition. So things like, is there, will, will there be like um, any changes in the technique that will make me shoot a lot better Is there an example? Like something very small or like something that you didn't realise would make a difference but actually when you tried it, it did. Uh, whoo, let's see. I think the stool is one of them. Mm. Yeah, so we actually um, tested out between a normal IKEA stool <laughs> and the stool that, that they created and then we look at the height of the stool uh. and what is optimal for me to shoot in. Shoot in. From there, we, we, we can actually like um, kind of figure out like on competition, this is the height that we should be using oh. right. yeah so it's like athlete R&D la. Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so, so you are shooting like how many arrows a day or a week uh, it depends on the training plan uh, so I can shoot between um, 120 to 200 arrows per session at, sorry, at your level is every shot going into the, yeah, into like, the middle <laughs> yeah I like probably like now I think hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. About eighty to ninety percent. So the then, what is the improvement? Yeah. Like what? More more arrows at the center. Ninety five percent. So in competition, how do how is it? Competition, uh, definitely there's a lot of like pressure uh, because you're shooting with other people, mm. other opponents. Uh, there's different um, uh, weather conditions as well. Sometimes you can experience uh, pretty cold weathers. Um, very strong winds. So that's something that, uh, you know, uh, for in order for us to prepare for this kind of condition, uh, we try to do it in Singapore. So we um, sometimes uh, do testing in the physiology lab uh, with all the fans and, <laughs> just and, and temperature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So temperature like just really big. Yeah, oh. yeah. Those industrial fans kind of. Oh. Yeah. So, so, In the so, environment chamber, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. An environment yeah. chamber. Yeah. Yeah. So we try to, add, to, to mimic as much as possible oh. and then try to adjust accordingly. Do you yeah. all have a pregame ritual? 
Because I read that like certain people, for example, Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Like bef- when he step onto the pitch, he have to step with his right foot, that kind. Like has to uh. be that specific foot. Then, so uh. you can see like there are videos of him where he almost forgets, right? Then you see right at the edge of the field, then he will, whoa, then he... So <laughs> 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 should the correct foot to go in. <laughs> it's true. You and should know. Should there are super weird ones. There so are then, more weird ones. Like, like Michael Jordan has to wear a fresh pair of shoes every time, right? What? Something oh, like yeah. that. Uh, every time Serena Williams has to tie her shoes oh, in a yes. very exact way and LeBron James tosses a handful of chalk in the air before every game. Mm. Oh. So the question is, do you guys have any pre-game rituals? Uh, not really. I mean, okay, I do have like a lucky like set of hair ties that I use. Uh. If you count that as pre-game, pre-game rituals. So if you forget to bring, you'll be stressed? A bit. Uh. Yeah. But like, cannot forget. Uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I always drink coffee uh, before a race. Yeah. I don't know if you consider that. And like I you must have, have a specific pot, like Nespresso pot that <laughs> I drink. You know, there's this like um, portable Nespresso ah, yes, machine. It's called a na- there's a few versions, but mine is called like Nanopresso or something. So one <laughs> Wait, you can use say like- the brand already. Don't say the brand. <laughs> okay, sorry, 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 whatever. There's an adapter we can put like the pots in. So I made sure I bought that so I can have my pots anywhere anywhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I think after a while I kept bringing the same pot with me and like, you know, okay lah. Actually like, what flavor can tell or not? And then maybe I can I don't run know. faster. I don't know. Oh, you don't it know. used to be I don't know the flavor. I go by color. Ah, okay. what color, I guess. It used to be like yellow with like tigery stripes, but now change really. It's like gold. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll go find an NTC yeah, that okay. yeah. How you about you? Find the pots in NTC, you have to go to the <laughs> 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 Okay, so my pre-game ritual, um, I do have a series of things I would do. Okay, yeah. series. Oh, series. Series of, of things, things. Uh, things like stretching, um, huh? Just listening. <laughs> no, but in a very specific way. Specific, specific way. way. Stretching, okay, stretching. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I love listening to music. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, music because uh, thing, yeah. especially for major games, sometimes uh, the journey from the athlete's village to the range can be very far. Uh, the one in China was like, one hour. Oh. It was a one hour bus drive. So far? <laughs> yeah. This is all playlist why, video. Why didn't they just do like the next to the <laughs> You can imagine that the competition starts in the morning. So I have to wake up very early in the morning right, right, to, right. To, to, to eat breakfast and then um, stretch. All, yeah, stretch, stretch and uh, at the bus, just listen to music. Yeah, I have my own playlist. Um, is there a very specific list of songs that you must listen yeah. to? Uh, I like 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 fast beats music. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the one that like uh, yeah, quite a lot. <laughs> Some sometimes explicit ones as well. Name one explicit song, please. Well, my God, we just be long. <laughs> I want to know. Like maybe Kanye West. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Must yeah. finish the song or not? Uh, or like halfway, I mean, it depends on whether the bus. The bus stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do. I do love to listen to those high beats music. Mm. Uh, it really keeps the blood pumping. Mm. And then when you go to the shooting line, it's like, yeah, I'm ready. But like you're still hearing the song inside. Your, yeah, yeah. Your I will still like hear it. hear it inside my head. And then I will do like more stretching. I was like, okay, 
Yeah, still there. <laughs> <She's over> there. <laughs> Fast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like I'm ready to kill. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? She actually can because she actually aiming for the. But according to the beat. <laughs> So Shanti, what's the best song to listen to before a 100 meter sprint? Wow. Harder, Too better, faster, stronger. <laughs> That's actually in my playlist. Oh. Yeah, uh. strongest in my playlist. Oh, they, all of them got the word running in the title one, is it? Actually, no, 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 no. I think <laughs> it depends. So like different people kind of like different vibes. Like some people like very specific to track kind of mm. song. Some people like EDM. Why is a very specific to track? Like got running inside oh. the title. <laughs> running or like, the hill. There's a, there's a song called Sprinter. Like people like listen to that kind of song. Yeah. Sprinter. But I don't, I listen to like more like R&B, hip hop kind of thing. Does bop, the tempo of the music bop, affect you know? your pace? I mean, I'm not listening to it while I'm running. La, so <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> they should have gone to Oh no, not during the race. La, like when you're training or this. Uh, no, so I only use it because um, my warm up takes about one hour. Whoa. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, it requires it involves different things. So like, there's a jog, there's some like dynamic stretches. There's like when I do some drill. So all that I can listen to my music. Okay. But then once I start doing like a few practice um, block starts, then that's when I take it out lah. Because right. I don't want to be distracted by. Actually, right, I'm struggling with my IPPT. Right. You, you know what? <laughs> okay. Are there any tips like, and tricks to run faster? Like legit. <laughs> The 2.4. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can help you. Yeah, she, she shot D. I, no, shot I can D. do like 200, mm. 200, 200. Okay, if I really want to catch I a bus. I cannot help you. If I really if want, you to, want catch to catch a bus. bus. <laughs> yeah, like are there secrets? The bus stop 50 uh, meters away and I need to go for it. on your form. Like your posture. Your posture. Okay, never mind. Too difficult. Thanks, man. Never mind. Thanks so much to be a national athlete. Okay, if I want to shoot somebody. I shouldn't be saying this. But train your arms. Can you really buy a bow and arrow? Like, you, how do you even get one? You you can get one. Uh, bows and arrows and all the equipments. Uh, you can just get them at the the archery shop. <laughs> yeah. Or you can get it at Decathlon, uh, which is like the basic ones as well. Oh. Yeah. You can buy a bow and arrow at Decathlon. Yeah, yeah. Like you can use real arrow. Like yeah, like pointed an, arrow. Uh yeah, yeah. There probably I think there's a pointed one. Not oh. not the broad broad hit one. You can't have broad wow, wow. hits in Singapore. Too, <laughs> broad, too much. Yeah, what, what, yeah. What's a broad hit? Uh, so broad hit is actually used for hunting. Oh. And hunting is illegal in Singapore. Oh. <laughs> so we can't we can't have that. <laughs> but theoretically, <laughs> if you take the decathlon one, yeah, you take the decathlon bow and the decathlon arrow, right? And I happen to aim it at John Paul, mm -hmm. and I let go. I will catch it, lah. <laughs> Will we hurt him? Uh, it depends on the distance, I guess. Depends but on your strength. Yeah, and also your strength. The further, yeah. the better. And the aim also, the right. the must aim properly. Let's say I, I, okay. let's say I aim right. <laughs> yeah. If you aim right, and then there's a distance, and then the bow. Um, that was a good distance. <laughs> a good distance. <laughs> Wait, that's so specific. Yeah, I don't want to get into trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to check the price now. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I know his address, I send you later. Okay, okay. You won't even see. We're doing team bonding right tomorrow. <laughs> Idea. So you guys were mentioning like a lot of, I mean, pretty smooth sailing in terms of your career, right? Like, but I'm just wanted to find out if there were any like, what's the lowest points in your career? Generic or not this question? <laughs> 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 not very smooth sailing, ah. Uh. I mean, 
Ever since, um, you know, Sea Games in 2015, I wasn't able to uphold that same status. Like 2017, 2019, I didn't manage to win the goal again. Yeah, I mean, I, I got bronze, which is like, okay, but not <laughs> the same. Was it because you were slow or other people were faster? Other people faster. Right, right. Yeah. Is it so you kind of hit a plateau? Um, yeah, I guess that I reached like, there was a whole like six, seven years, so I just wasn't improving. I wasn't oh, wow. getting like personal best and stuff like right. that. So that was hard. And then, um, yeah, I think biggest was like after uni, because it was like right around the time of like COVID and like mm. there wasn't many competitions happening or so the whole world kind of like came to a pause almost, right? So yeah. it was just a very strange time. And so because I wasn't, I didn't really get much chances to compete. Um, and I didn't really want to pursue what I did in uni. So like a bit of like, oh, what do I do with my life? Crisis, you know, so, yep. Identity crisis kind of situation. Cause like I wasn't doing well in track or so much. So like if I'm not good in that and I don't know what to do, then like, who am I, you know? So that was very tough to overcome. <laughs> That's yeah. very interesting because I think Michael Phelps or, or someone did the, a bunch of the Olympians, they did the documentary that's called, I think, The Weight of Gold. Mm -hmm. And then he was talking about how people see him as this guy who's on top of the world, right? Like he's winning like what, four medals every single <laughs> Olympics and, and all that. But then he felt that like a lot of them behind the scenes, they actually struggling with depression because out of the pool he said like he didn't know who he was mm. like when he was not swimming right or when he wasn't swimming well he just doesn't know who he is and then when it came to a point where I think he was considering like retirement or then he also don't know what to do with his life or who he mm. even is so does that scare you in the sense that <laughs> if there is an effective age for sprinting then if this is the identity and then what's after that age what is it be. Well, I mean, you know, before this year, honestly, I thought the lifespan was a lot shorter. Mm. But then now, I think it's becoming more um, apparent la, that people are pursuing their sport until whenever they want to. La. <laughs> you know? <laughs> as long as we keep like, it You go. do you, you know, like if you can yeah. keep it up, if you can, you know, keep that mindset, then it doesn't really matter how old you are, mm. you know? So now, you know, that MRM, I think, I can definitely give it a lot. I have a lot more years left in me. La. How about for you? Yeah. Uh, I think my first lowest point was definitely be 2018 that I experienced my first slump. I had like series of injuries in 2018, especially on my wrist. Up to the point, I think I, when I represented for Singapore for my first Asian Para Games in Jakarta, uh, I didn't do so well when I came back to Singapore after that game the doctor said that um, I think you need to retire from oh the shit. sport <gasps> yeah yeah. you need to retire from the sport because if you still continue with the sport uh, your your injury will your injury when it recurs again it'll get more serious it was very depressing to actually hear from a medical professional <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah you know and at that time I was like I got so much to give and now I have to think about retirement and it was quite sudden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was I was depressed for a bit um, and um, I had support from, um, you know, my family and my friends. They said, you know, just continue. See, you know, uh, try to, to recover. The physical recovery is a lot faster. It's the mental recovery mm -hmm. that actually requires a lot more time. Mental recovery as in the fear of injuring it again? Uh, fear of injury, uh, also the anxiety of whether I can perform mm. as well as right. before. Yeah. And I was really lucky uh, because at that point of time, I had a change of coach. So I have the current coach, uh, Coach Chin Liang, uh, who has been now with me for four years. 
And uh, he has been the one that helping me to get back on track. Because of his help, I was able to do better in 2019 and <laughs> restart my, <laughs> my, my journey again. Understatement, yeah. uh, you won the world championship <laughs> that year. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, yeah, that's what we did. But what, what was the difference? I think it's the, it's the, it's the coach. The coach actually Ooh. makes a lot of difference. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Coach Chin Liang, right? He's the type that uh, he's, uh, he has an, he, he, he likes open communication. And I think after four years, to the point that we know each other what we are thinking. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if we don't say it, both of us kind of know, like, okay, um, uh, you know, uh, I know what you're thinking um, and he knows what I'm thinking. What's like the kind of feedback that you would give him? Uh, Actually, I don't want to do exercise. <laughs> Not this one. La. Let's try another yeah. one. For example, if I'm really, really tired and I mm. feel burnout, it's comfortable for me to actually tell him that, hey, I'm actually feeling a bit of burnout. And then he'll say, okay, you want to take a break from training? Uh, just, you know, recover from that burnout first. Mm. From my previous coaches, it's very hard to actually say, hey, I'm having burnout. And then the coach say, no, 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 you have to go training no matter what. But yeah. Uh, coach Bang, Coach Jin Liang, he's different. Yeah, shout out to Coach Jin Liang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 she just gave a very good story. Okay. So just to wrap things up, right? So what's next for both of you? Mm. Uh, yeah. The next big thing is Paris next year. Paris Olympics. Yeah. Oh. So that's like the. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I always, I always just say Paris. Yeah, yeah. Paris Olympics. Uh, that is going to be the only major competition I have next year. That is enough. <laughs> Olympics. No, yeah. A good one like left. One yeah. time, good one yeah. Like yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah, you say you had like four, Whereas right? This year oh, was yeah. crazy. I had four major competitions. Crazy. Right, mm -hmm. right. And how, how far ahead do you start training? So, I mean, it comes with phases, right? So, like, for these two months, it's going to be like, general conditioning and why is Christmas but there will be like an intense I have training <laughs> yeah, right. like a camp of sorts um, that depends you know so yeah I'll have some training camps here and there uh, most probably like in February March that's where I'll like start travelling overseas for training yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Right. and I need to start my season competing also la, so that'll just be like flying everywhere to different Damn. places fun and then the Aim is to peek at Paris. Peek at Paris. Peek at Paris. Peek at Paris. Shahida. Next year, definitely the Paris Paralympics. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I will end my season uh, this year with uh, the Asian Parachamps in November. So I'll be flying off again in like one and a half week's time. <laughs> and then next year will be a new season. Uh, definitely going to have some training camps, hopefully participating in more competitions, both ABLE and PARA, uh, in preparation for Paris. Yep. All right. Uh, best of luck to both of you, I guess. <laughs> All right. And that's it for today. This episode was brought to you by Team Singapore. So big thank you to them. And of course, Shanti and Shahida for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Today's <laughs> uh, episode has helped you learn a little more about national athletes. And if you want to follow Shanti and Shahida's ongoing journeys, you can follow them on Instagram. For the latest news and updates on all our Singaporean athletes, you can also follow Team Singapore on their socials as well. So that's all for this episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A bit of a crack. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a crack. So what's your cheat meal? 
my cheat meal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know the amount of times I get asked this question. <laughs> 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 I mean, two. One is um, toast box curry chicken. I love it. Toast box curry yeah. chicken. Oh, my mom it's, loves it. I love it. And like, very spicy la, from McDonald's. Double? No, normal. Add cheese, yes. You don't know what you're missing. Add cheese, add cheese. Add cheese, add cheese. I just told Shanti Barrera she doesn't Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.